Uh, what did you think that Kyle Kuzma sweater ish, whatever that was? <laughs> Kyle Kuzma looked like an emotional 1990s white teen. <laughs> he looks like an extra off blossom. Clueless. <laughs> ah. uh, Clueless. Well, I guess Blossom was good too. Clueless was a good movie though. Yeah, yeah. He definitely writes in his diary every day. <laughs> that boy look like that's the Patty Mayonnaise collection. <laughs> oh man. Do 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 Applying pressure. You applying pressure. The way they design you ain't me fail. Applying pressure. You a national treasure. Now it's impossible to leave from here. Grip like fire. No ceasefire. Head like a dirt devil. Got me singing like a choir. It's hard to not listen when your pussy be talking. Applying that pressure far too often. You just wanna bust my pipe, baby. Hold way too tight. Look at you, applying pressure. Yeah, you applying pressure. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to part two of episode 33 of the Splash Cast, our Around the League segment. I'm your co-host, Reggie. I'm your co-host, Norway. I'm ready to run this thing back, Big Reg. Let's do it. Ready to run it back. Ready to run it back. Well, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know, in this part of our episode 33, we cover the HBCU news, NFL news around the league, NCAA football <laughs> news around the league nba football news around the league and then we cover our splashes of the week Woo, i can't wait to get to ncaa football but before we get to ncaa football we're going to talk about our hbc okay, wait, wait 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 before we do that we skipped this the last episode i was so upset with myself when i thought about it today when i was riding the car number one r.i.p Dolph, man r.i.p Dolph, man man that this is an unfortunate situation we literally just talked about this man an episode or two ago, supporting Jackson State in the locker room, turned up having the time in his life, uh, trying to be a role model for young college age students. Hey man, get out there, get your education, do what you're supposed to. And to lose him to senseless violence like this is disappointing. It's sad. Getting some cookies, shut it. Getting some cookies. Like it's so, it's so sad, man. It's in his own neighborhood, in his own city, in a business that he invested in to keep to keep to keep alive. Cause yeah. his mama liked the cookies, that's why. Run family stuff man, for your mother. How many times have we done that? Family man took care of his kids. We always talk about how black dads are underappreciated and portrayed in a terrible light. And he, he was a family man, got it out the gutter, turned down multi million dollar contracts to stay independent, put his homies on, invested in the community. All this stuff about him coming out and owning real estate, owning property, like took a good one senseless violence took a good one man and whoever did it man i hope uh, i hope that you now understand the gravity of the importance of this man to his community um and i hope you're remorseful and then but whatever happens happens so 
R.I.P. Dolph, man. Here's to Dolph number one. Salute. And also, the only thing that you could do and the only right thing to do is, what what would Dolph really want us to do? Get paid. Get paid, man. Get paid, get paid, get paid. So, speaking of HBCU news, another rapper made some news today. This isn't really sports related, but we felt like it was important to cover these two topics before we got to HBCU sports. So, Boosie, hate him or love him. He's decided to go back to school and he's going to Jackson State. Uh, he has a really good relationship with Dion. Um, he has actually always supported HBCUs. You know, he's from Baton Rouge, but he lives in Atlanta. So uh, shout out to Boosie going back to school, man. Yes, sir. Torrance Hatch, as some of us know him as. Uh, yeah, I love it. It's great to see him continue to set the example. I ain't going to say the man perfect. We all have our own imperfections. We all have our wars. But at the end of the day, he's 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 a man of the community. And for him to want to go to college after the life that he's lived. And, and there are a lot of people who he's a role model to. And, and for him to take that seriously, that, that responsibility seriously, and to do this is excellent. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. It is. So shout out to Boosie going back to get his... Uh get his degree and uh i'm just happy that celebrities black celebrities are going to hbcus and talking about it you know a lot of times people were going and getting their degrees from hbcus but you wouldn't know it until when they died or two they did something and it was like oh yeah 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 yeah. but for them to be putting it out on social media uh putting it on the forefront putting it in the news similar to chris paul talking about i got my ID and I'm not going to show y'all the numbers because somebody going to go in the calf like that's that's HBCU culture like so for them to J.R. Smith for them to put that out there I'm, I'm very proud and very pleased and I hope it continues to to happen um talking about HBCUs I, I definitely was scrolling just now and I wanted to make sure I got to the story and I was correct about the story um according to HBCU Wall Street on on uh Instagram, there's an article published where North Carolina A&T Foundation announces a $60 million mixed-use project in East Greensboro um, that will benefit the campus, the students, and the school as well. So shout out to North Carolina A&T, man. I think our generation is starting to grasp as we get older the importance of ownership and owning real estate, and especially in the administration of the HBCUs, where if you own the real estate around you, you now have income. And you now can grow and not um, foreclose. So shout out to A and T, man. I think that I think that's it is the example for a multitude of reasons. Number one, you're right. It's the HBCU owning property in and and giving the school another way to continue to make money. Mm-hmm. Also, they're investing in the city and in the infrastructure of Greensboro. Mm-hmm. They're paying back the city. What that does is make the city, you know, the city is going to be more receptive and more supportive of the university and the things that it does. And they understand that this school is, is I mean, it's what Greensboro is. Let's be real. It's North yeah. Carolina A&T. And to build up your community, build up your city that that is admirable, respectful, as much hell as we give them. I got to give them respect for this one. This is this is a this is a top tier move. It is. It is. So shout out to A&T, man. Shout out to A&T. All right, now let's get to some sports. Miak, Miak football. Miak football is still 
um, is still surviving. Uh, they're down to five teams, uh, five teams. But as we noted before, they just hired um, a new commissioner um, as the well University. from the Hampton University. So and she has a plan to expand the to back to the glory that it once was. In the meantime, South Carolina State has been crowned MEAC champions. They went 5-0 and in the conference, uh, and they will be representing the MEAC in the Celebration Bowl. And here I in ran the table on them boys. Yeah, okay. man. Kudos. Uh, I see it. I would be remiss if I didn't shout out to North Carolina Central, who was picked to finish last this year in the MEAC. Again, picked to finish last this year in the MEAC, and they actually finished 4-1 and one and finished second in the MEAC, and they lost to South Carolina State, and that's the only reason they didn't win the MEAC. And they actually put on a good showing when they came here and played uh, Alcorn State and beat them. So shout out to Ed, shout out to the MEAC, putting good competitive football on the field and, and, and South Carolina State. I can't wait to see them. Absolutely. Yeah, they just – it's good football. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, hey, lace them up. I, I don't care what I was supposed to be. You got to beat me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and they proved it. So, moving on to the SWAC, congratulations to Dion and Jackson State. It's gonna be a barn burner here, boy. SWAC it's East. gonna be a good one. They beat Alcorn State, and now Alcorn State has been, I think, SWAC champions last like three years. Yep. Um, have, uh, nope, because they did not participate in the COVID year in Alabama A and M one, but the three years before that. Alcorn has been in the SWAC championship game and they have dominated the SWAC. So for them to lose to Jackson State, so Jackson State actually went 10 and 1 overall and um ended up going 8 0 in the conference. And fam, you gotta shout them out. Moving from the MEAC, a lot of SWAC folks, a lot of SWAC uh, uh original SWAC members, a lot of fans of the Jackson States, the Southerns, the Gramblings, the Texas Southerns, the Pine Bluffs. Y'all was talking trash about Bethune Cookman and fam. You coming over there from the MEAC? Gotta beat them. Gotta go see that man. If it wasn't for Jackson State beating uh fam, you and then fam, you getting upset. It's a problem. They came in here wrecking shop. So shout out to them. But Je- Dion has that has them ascending. He is rocket. This small portion is what's been two seasons, and it's not even been two seasons. It's mm-hmm. one spring football season and now one fall football season i you don't want to just come in and anoint somebody the godfather of hbcu football but his mm-hmm. run right now is so impressive you gotta give him his like his flowers are immediate he's like Mahomes. i'm not wasting any time with y'all i came here to win i came here to to dominate on day one and here i am beat me yep Yep. And, and y'all was hating. We ain't forget about them haters. <laughs> I called a few of them out. Hey, and it was a lot of coaches in the swag hate. We, we covered that already. But uh, they'll be playing a team that when I was coming up talking about black college football, this team was nothing. They won nothing. And now they are a powerhouse in the swag West. They're playing Prairie View AM University. Went seven and three overall. Of course, they played a couple money games. And they ended up going six and one in the conference. Uh, and they they beat out Alcorn State for the SWAC West. So shout out to Prairie View. The SWAC championship game is the first week in December. It will be Jackson State versus Prairie View AM. I am Where's tuning that? in. Where's that at? I believe it's in Birmingham. I ain't going to Birmingham to watch it. Now, if it was a little closer, I might, you know, finagle. Well, yeah, no. Nah. 
It's it's in Birmingham. So, um, or it might be. Oh, actually, it might be in Houston. I might be lying now. Now, if it's in Houston, I will go. If it's in Boringham, Alabama. Uh, the SWAC championship game will be in uh, game kicks off December 4th. And they did not say anywhere. I think it's going to be actually in, um, where's the SWAC? Jackson state, Jackson state will host it in Mississippi. I mean, that's literally halfway between me and you to go there. Uh, <laughs> and that's January 1st, January December 4th, 6th. December 4th. I don't know what because the because the celebration bowl is normally like the right oh, after right. Christmas. You're right. Right after Christmas. So uh, but that's gonna be a good game, man, because those are two explosive teams. Jackson State has all of the schemes and the athletes and Prairie View uh, is eager to show that they're not a joke. So uh, I will be happy to watch that game. Um, and Deion Sanders son is kicking ass too. It's Deion, you co- you coaching, but them kids is playing. Let me tell you, let me ask you something. I'm throwing something off. Throw something. I'm throwing I'm throw something that wasn't. Oh, he the... come. That boy came right with the spades. <laughs> <laughs> Dion has already turned down TCU, allegedly, right? They would. Uh, I hate, I hate the he's allegedly been linked. What they're trying to do is see if he'll say, yeah, I'm interested without offering him the job. Yep. And so he already said, no, nah, I'm not going anywhere. Now, all of these other schools have fired their coaches. It's been like three or four firings. I see. I know I'm talking about all of the schools, not just one, three, <laughs> three or four firings. And, and Dion, look like you coach, you know, he going to recruit now. <laughs> Reggie, you know exactly what I'm thinking now. I mean, I put that. I definitely don't want to put that in the atmosphere, but. Oh, uh, you, you know how un- insufferable I would be if Dion Sanders was the head coach at the university of Florida. Now he would never do that. He go to Florida because he went to Florida State. Like, Never I go mean, to Florida. It's tragic. I mean, man, let me dream. That's all I got is hopes and dreams. Now, all my team, sorry, the Falcons, that F word, um, <laughs> the Gators. We ain't got no staff. No, that F word. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of our HBCU news uh, news around the culture segment where. Talked about Boosie, talked about A&T, doing stuff, moving forward in the right direction, going back to school, securing property for the school. Uh, looks like it's going to be me- the South Carolina State Bulldogs representing the MEAC against either Jackson State or Prairie View A&M, and we cannot wait to see it on December 4th. Uh, with that being said, man, in order, if you don't have anything else, let's go ahead and get into a wild week in football. Relax. Number one. Hey, man, Boosie back in school. That's excellent. A&T, I love you guys going out there, growing the kingdom, and then everything else is just HBCU football. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful world we live in. And let's not talk about nothing else. I don't have nothing (laughs) else to talk about. (laughs) Let's get into some football. Don't laugh no more. Ain't nothing funny. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, for our NFL segment of our episode 33, part two, the news around the league segment. Uh, We got a few topics we're going to talk about in pro and college football. First, we're going to start off with a wild week in the NFL, man. 
Where you want to start, man? You want to start Cowboys Chiefs? You want to start Lamar being sick again? Cam, new Cam, same loss. I'm, I'm, it is what it is, man. We can start anywhere. You want to start with the upsets? Let's start with the upsets. Let's start, start with the upsets. I'm starting right here. <laughs> the I upsets, get, I gotta man. get ready for this college football session. We about to <laughs> Help me. So I guess we'll start with the game of the week, man. Uh, the Chiefs bring the Cowboys back down to earth. The Cowboys last time was seen on the field demolishing the Falcons, 43-3. We don't say the <laughs> F word around here, Reggie. Uh, pardon me, pardon me, pardon me. Demolishing the, the F words. The Alkins. The <laughs> so now uh, it brings up an anticipated matchup as the Cowboys uh, have been dubbed as probably a top two team in the league. And they some people say that this is was a Super Bowl preview. And they ended up playing the Chiefs. And the Chiefs have won a game. I think they finally won a game or two. And they are now... Uh, Everybody's saying there's the demise of the Chiefs and everybody's saying Patrick Mahomes is having his worst career, worst year of his career after one, after 20% of the, I mean, after half the, uh, half the season, he only had a bad month. Like, and it's not like, oh, he's washed up. They overpaid him. Well, the Chiefs. Wait, hold on. I got, I got, if we was in court, I object. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> number one, who other than Skip Bayless said that the Cowboys was the number two most team? People, most people, most people said the I'm Cowboys honest. are like the, a top two team because you got the Packers, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Bucks. The Bucks have lost two straight. They haven't won this month. I do not care. Do you? Th- if yep, if you haven't won this month, something's wrong. Okay, look at the hey, so Bills the Bucks and the Falcons. The the Bills have lost to the Jaguars. They still better than the Cowboys. In your opinion, most people power rankings, the Cowboys are like a top three team. Who specializes in being right more, power rankings or me? Power rankings. <laughs> that was a power lie. <laughs> we but told anyway. y'all the Braves going to win the World Series, what they did. Won the World <laughs> Series. And there's your reminder, ladies and gentlemen. We told you we was going to let y'all know every episode. Never, so. never <laughs> lost. Like but- LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> but the Chiefs did beat the Cowboys. They actually held the Cowboys out of the end zone um, and beat them 19-9. Uh, Chris Jones, their star defensive tackle, had three and a half sacks, came to play. Frank Clark came to play. They was and whooping, they li- whooping the line, just whooping them. Walking who, them back. Whoever out there, go ahead. Just come on. Bring them on out here. I'm ready to whoop whoever. I'm going to whoop whoever in front of me. And whoever behind him, I'm going to whoop him. And then if y'all put somebody behind him, they can all be what? Whooped asses. That's what happened. <laughs> if y'all thought Dak was nervous about getting hit, he ain't nervous no more because he was getting slung around like a rag doll. <laughs> ain't, ain't nervous no more. <laughs> he, he is durable because they put Boy. that to the test. But um, what, what was interesting about this is as the Chiefs were winning and when the game was put away, they started swag surfing on the sideline. Right, oh, and the, the most <laughs> disrespectful form. I love it. You know how how much they don't believe that you can have a comeback when they actually not just dance. It's one thing to get on the field and just be feeling yourself, but a coordinated team wide swag surf <laughs> means that we are not over there talking about game plan. We are not talking about what happened on the last drive. We are literally dancing <laughs> on y'all. So not. The reason I said this was interesting is because the Chiefs did this last year. 
when they played the Bucks and Tyreek Hill was giving the peace sign and he would flip into the end zone and Travis Kelsey was doing the hula and all that other stuff against the Bucks. The Bucks remembered when they had that Super Bowl rematch, the defense took their ass to the cleaners and Antoine Winfield hit Tyreek hit Tyreek Hill with the peace sign after it was 30 to nine or whatever it was. And as much as you don't want to admit it, the Cowboys are a good team. Now, can they beat Aaron Rodgers? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, I didn't say they weren't a good team. They beat us by 100. But what they what they are not is they do not have that man over there, touchdown Tom. Dak, oh, Dak is Dak. That ain't bad, but that ain't the greatest either. Well, let's talk about touchdown Tom then, because touchdown Tom and the Bucks have lost three straight. This is the fourth week of the month, right? Yeah, have hey. lost three straight and... Their defense is suspect right now. Also, they have a whole lot of injuries on defense. Are you betting so, against are you betting against touchdown time? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will wait to see what the bet and everything will be when the game comes along. Are you but, willing to if you had to pick a guy to bet against, you picking Dak or you picking the greatest quarterback to ever walk the earth? Yeah. That, that ain't no that is not a <laughs> No, put us there to weigh. Let me create a SWOT analysis here. No, no, it, no. That was, I was trying to think of a witty comeback to not agree with you, but yeah. So, <laughs> I Your digression it. is appreciated. <laughs> I get I it. I mean, so the top four teams in the NFC are the the Packers, um, who lost yesterday, the too. Bucks. Yeah. yeah. Woo! So let's talk about these upset stunners. Now that we here, let's since we here. The Packers lost to the Vikings. The Colts lost. The Colts beat the Bills, and the Texans beat the Titans. That's the worst one to me. The Texans are, are a bad team, a bad organization in the midst of turmoil, and you guys lose Derrick Henry, and who did you become? Extra regular. You became the Texans. Because <laughs> Ryan Tedahill ain't it. Who better, Ryan Tedahill or, right, or Tyron right. Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Scammerhill or Ty, who would you take? Ryan Tannehill, Tyrod Taylor. I'm uh, it's uh, it's certain guys <laughs> who never get the credit that they deserve. But I'm always gonna pick them. I tell you all three: Tyrod yeah. Taylor, number one. And these are not in specific order. Don't I know you guys listen? Be blowing up my text messages. You put these out of order. Um, Teddy Two Gloves, number two, and two Jacoby, gloves and Jacoby Brissett. Those guys, I, I yeah. think. They're not the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but it's a lot of guys who have jobs, Danny Dimes, who are just not as good as any any of those guys, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, very true. Very true. And and oh, Sam Darnold, you got a job. It's a lot. Ooh, I, I hope I, you didn't bring his. So, ladies and gentlemen, Reggie is a man of integrity. Reggie is a man of integrity. Let me stroke, I my, said, stroke my beard while you tell me how you I said, I said. That it wasn't Sam Darnold's fault that his stats were so bad. It was Adam Gase who was the coach. In it the ain't corner. my fault. <laughs> Adam Gase, you're still trash. But Sam Darnold, you proved me. How y'all both proved me right and wrong at the same time? Like, I, I was right that Adam Gase is trash. I was wrong that Sam Darnold got a raw deal. And he was out there and he really isn't that bad. You are horrible. And you got models. You know Reggie how Trump. bad you have to be scammed, Donald, to, to give up your job, and then they give it to Scam Newton. And for him, well, they to fired. Come- they fired somebody eleven months ago, and came back and said, "You know what, dog? You really wasn't that bad. 
you know how you you have to be really bad for them to bag up Cam, put him <laughs> in the trash, set him at the dumpster, then walk your happy ass back out there. Oh, I guess I need this, <laughs> and put him back on the team. Only for him to do what? Come back and still let you lose. I'm- and that's what I was about to say. Like, they're not even, they don't even expect Cam to win. They just don't want to lose as badly because you look worse than Cam Newton, whose shoulder is non-existent. He throw with his whole body. I ain't never seen nobody throw with a back foot, front foot, back shoulder, front shoulder to throw a five-yard slant. Like, he, his shoulder is shot. And he came out there and it was fun. And he is does have a locker room presence, and they beat the Cardinals, who were missing every. He got a locker room presence because he looked like the Mad Hatter. That's the reason. <laughs> Look like the Riddler. That's his presence. So he'd and, be a great actor. But I'm telling you, his presence don't come with W's. No, nah, because they went right out there against Ron Rivera, his former coach, who was very critical of Cam. And I wouldn't say very critical. He just tried. You know, Ron Rivera is a military guy. So he was trying to, and Cam is a free spirit, and he that didn't mesh. That's a very nice way <laughs> to put it, Randy. <laughs> so Cam went out there. He played well-ish. And the Washington football team with the beer for the quarterback, Tyler Heineke, uh, minus, what's the, what's, the quarter, what's the defensive end's name you just told us? Chase. Chase Young. Minus Chase Young. Heineke let a comeback win again and beat the Panthers. Didn't we tell you this is a sequel that nobody needs? This is the straight to VHS <laughs> single. Ah, not straight to VHS, straight yeah. to DVD. No, nah. this is a net. This is a Netflix no. original. Straight, straight to Laserdisc. <laughs> ah, floppy. No, no, Laserdisc. You know the big disc they used to have that you watching like fifth grade, and you be yep. watching like dinosaurs or something. And your teacher had to take that joint. Look like a record. You like. <laughs> But yeah, so same Cam. I mean, new Cam, same loss. They are still going, but they got a better record than the Falcons. He has the effectiveness of that laser disc. Nobody needs it. Nobody ever will use it again. Um, but he hey, I, I, I hope that he plays just well enough where y'all have to sign him and y'all lose every game. That will make <laughs> me happy. Congrats. Yep, yeah. So man, there were upsets all over the league, man. The Texans look. The Texans beat the Titans, as we said. Tyrod Taylor is better than Ryan Tannehill to me. Uh, and that's, that's you know what sucks for, and you know I'm petty about the Titans. We here now, ladies and gentlemen. We eleven minutes in. This is gonna be a long episode. It's gonna be a long segment. Whatever. We here now. I'm petty. I'm petty. Julio, I wore your shirt today. You know I have the Julio Jones jersey and hats and and everything. And I hope you come back and sign a one day deal to be uh, to be retired as a falcon but can i you, sure bet you wish he was back in atlanta right now can you do me a favor and play destiny's child t-shirt in the back during this point <laughs> i had to i had to I oh man I like, that boy <laughs> i sure know you wish he was back in atlanta dog do you, you have do, look at it look at us i don't think we, i don't first of all, i don't think we, first of all if julio's here there's no way that Calvin really probably takes a mental health. Break. Wait, hold on. Also, this doesn't work. If Julio is there, Pitts ain't there. We could not have both. We were trash. Yes, we could. No, 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 no. Like we, we had still to, bad. We had to release Julio 
just so we could sign Calvin Pitts. We did not have the money. Oh, no, nah, all them other don't know other motherfuckers we drafted. The, the, <laughs> they could go. We if it, if if we had to sign one draft pick and this other six could go, Yo, that's, that, that's a, <laughs> that man registered. Hey, hey, no, 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 no. Just bring me the assets. I'll I'll fix the money. I'll we, fix can, it. we can do everything I'll else, man. Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones. No, 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 no. We'll be out there playing like NFL Street or Blitz. Uh, we just had three lines. <laughs> go all go routes. I'll fire everybody from that draft. They ain't no good, no way. Who who else can you name from the draft? Let's not talk about the Alchemists anymore. All right, all right, all right. Let's move on, move on. Hey, let, let, let's let's talk about somebody else losing games other than us. <laughs> the Packers, the Emulize, they lost to the Vikings. Hey, uh, Justin Jefferson is a baller. Them yep. LSU receivers from that 2019? <laughs> Looking like yeah, the real Pablo. deal. Yeah, even Russell Gage had a decent game against the Patriots. Let's not bring up... <laughs> They like they like Voldemort, those who should not be named. Like let's not Candy, Candyman. But nah, you know, nah, Candyman is dangerous. But the the Bengals, the Bengals, I think are second in the division. And they they got a little nucleus over there. They got Jamar Chase. They got Burroughs. They got Mixon. And we they got Uzo U- Uzoma the yeah. the tight end. You, you close enough. The, <laughs> It's got a U and a Z in the name. Y'all should appreciate my effort. So, but I mean, they're pretty good, man. And and they beat them. And then the Bills just look like Josh Allen looks like everything we thought he was when he first got drafted. He is who we thought he was. He is Sam Darnold with a really who could throw the ball really far. He has played no, horribly. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't throw that. I can too. Okay, do what you want to. It's, it's your, I mean, it's our podcast. I ain't gonna stop you. I mean, that, that might be extreme, but I mean, he is being exposed. That though. might be a little extreme. Sam Darnold is finna be where? Unemployed. Unemployed. No, I'm sure he has, he got a degree. He's gonna get a job. <laughs> Sam, now, ladies and gentlemen, we take it back to Sam Darnold on the sidelines reporting. <laughs> No, 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 no. For ACC no, no, Network. No, 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 Sam Darnold will be working with old McDonald. He'll be on somebody's farm somewhere. You don't, you don't need to be broadcasting. You don't need to even, hey, when they, if you see a football going the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the NFC North, I mean, AFC North, though, uh, it's unfortunate. Well, NFC and AFC North. Uh, the Bears played the Ravens, and Khalil Mack is out for the year. And despite having, was it, three and a half sacks? I mean, six and a half sacks in the game. The Bears found a way to lose to the Lamar Jackson less, who keeps getting sick. Lamar Jackson less Ravens. And Tyler Huntley, who is a poor man's Lamar Jackson. He looks exactly, he looks like exactly like Lamar Jackson without all of the talent. And but he came back and they won the game. That's like when somebody gives you a hamburger and it's just a bun. And the beef patty and the other bun. No condiments, <laughs> no lettuce, no tomato. Uh, not, I mean, not that he don't look like we got McDonald's at home, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to McDonald's. No, we got McDonald's at home. And but it's <laughs> it, it, it's a burger, but it ain't even a bun. It ain't, you know, how, like buns are you got like the sesame seed bun, you got your regular bun. Nah, this is just white bread. And if you white catch, bread, mayonnaise, and, and mustard. No, no, you get one, you pick one, and you're gonna catch up, and then it's gonna be stuck to the roof of your mouth. Uh, yep. And it's, it's the unseasoned. You remember back in college, you used to have the orange Flanders patties. 
Ooh, the Flanders. That yes. was kind of like it was kind of like mushy if you let yeah. them out too long. Yeah, they cook them semi. Yeah, yep. that was but every like, college cookout, you like, hey, bro, go get them Flanders right now. Okay. Hey, forty-eight in budget. That was like we forty-eight on... for twelve dollars. <laughs> and in a box, like not not like no plastic wrapped around them, nothing to keep you from getting free. Take them out the box, and you just take the paper off the top. They cook in thirty-two seconds, no matter if they're frozen, thawed, whatever. They thirty-two seconds, and you got a whole cookout. <laughs> Look at like beef sausages out there. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> But anyway, oh my God! <laughs> anyway, man, the 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 Ravens are are holding steady in the um in the in the AFC North, and, uh, and it's hey, funny, hey. boy. I heard all of the Anglo's rejoicing when they thought Andy Dalton won the game against the Ravens through that through that pat, touchdown hey. pass with a minute to go. <laughs> they booed the shit out of the rare rifle. <laughs> Boo that man! Go home, Andy. <laughs> Then he threw the he threw he threw the game with it. I mean, well, the game at the time, the go ahead touchdown, and yeah. it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Let's not laugh. That's who we'll end up being our quarterback next year. And we don't have a quarterback next year. There's nobody in the. I'm not. Nope. Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about another NFC South team instead of the Alkins. We're going to talk about the Taints doing what Taints do. <laughs> They, y'all know this is the point where I let Reggie turn up. Go ahead, go ahead. Y'all said Adam Troutman was the best sleeper draft pick, and he is balling and going crazy. Now, I do not rejoice in players getting hurt. I hope you come back full strength. But ain't it funny? Ain't that funny? That y'all was talking all that trash about Troutman and Taysom Hill. And Troutman, <laughs> yep, Troutman tears Troutman tears his ACL again we do not rejoice in anybody getting hurt I hope you come back full strength and have a wonderful career with somebody else other than the tanks but that's unfortunate for y'all and I rejoice in the unfortunate that happens or the misfortune that happens to the tanks also the tanks did some terrible things Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Before we go any further, there's only one Troutman that I respect, and that's Roger Troutman of Zap. Um, <laughs> the rest of you, good luck and that, Godspeed. Boy, that is a dated joke, boy. You, you had to be... You have to you be, be a musical, old enough. You, whoa, you could just be a musical connoisseur. Okay. You had to be old enough to know Hey, if you that. don't know Roger Troutman, you need, hey, you need to pause <laughs> this podcast... I, and I would never tell you to pause my podcast unless it's extremely important. And you need to type in Zap and just listen to, to you can't listen to, to you can't listen no more. So, with Taysom Hill, you know Ooh. we talked about <laughs> exactly. You know we talked about how much what position he play, everything, which means nothing. So he uh he we talked about him signing this crazy contract, hundred million dollar contract that actually turned out when you talk about it turned out to be like 16 to 20 million dollars which still isn't overpaid for me but 16 to 20 million dollars and i said how okay under, how you get underpaid and overpaid at the same time at the same time because you don't have a position so uh Taysom hill i mean they play him like a high school quarterback he has signed an extension that's 22.5 million dollar in guarantees now as much as i laugh at this i will give kudos to the taints organization because they take care of their white backup quarterbacks. They had Chase Daniel for like five years and gave him $10 million guaranteed. He didn't, he threw six passes in like 10 years. Like there was no reason for him to be there. They, they literally drafted Taysom Hill because he was there and they still paid him. 
But but you know they give Jameis six million. Well, you know we ain't tripping. I ain't even gonna get on that. I'm hey, happy. Hey, hey. NMP, not <laughs> my problem. <laughs> if y'all if y'all don't want to pay, hey, pay nobody on that team. Far as I'm concerned, I don't care. Well, no, nah, pay t- no, no, pay Taysom Hill what you paying him a four year extension. Mind you, he's 32 years old. A four year extension with 22 million dollars guaranteed. $40 million base salary that can go up to $95 million. I have never heard of a contract that can go up old. more than it's worth. Yeah, Taysom Hill's like 31. He my age? Well, I mean, a little, no. I mean, close. <laughs> well, relax, brother. You are. Yeah. Hey, we're going to get the college football soon enough, man. You're going to. I'm, I'm warming up. So, no, he's 31. So, I mean, you know, he's 32. You signed him a four-year contract. He ain't Tom Brady. He can't throw. The, uh, come on now, is there is a reason you let Jameis start? He ain't Tom, Bridgewater start. He ain't Tom Brady. He ain't Tom. He ain't Jerry. He ain't <laughs> Mike Brady. Jam Brady. Nothing to Brady bunch. <laughs> he is not. He is not good. And you he had is, Jameis who tore his ACL, which is wild. So Jameis tears his ACL, and you sign the backup quarterback. Well, the backup to the backup, because mind you, he doesn't start. Trevor Simeon. Simeon, Seaman, whatever his name is, Trevin Seaman starts. Yeah, Reggie get to, to the Saints and get he get like I get with Georgia. Say, <laughs> I don't care. Any and everything. It don't matter. Ain't no filter. F him. So uh they signed Trevor Simeon to start him. So you pay you sign somebody to a four-year extension, $40 million base salary, and you don't know where to put him on the field. He does not play every play. It's been quarters where he doesn't play. He doesn't even play quarters. Well, I mean, where does okay? I'm gonna tell you. I watch football. The Saints with no Drew Brees is not a football I'm interested in watching. It, I, I am. I watch what? every game. I watch every struggle that they have. I watch them practice. They are trash. They're horrible. I love the ability to just digress and let you just disrespect the. Saints. I hate them. I hate them. I hate them, and I love their stupidity all at the same time. I love them walking into a wall and banging their head on the wall every year. Every year, Drew Brees couldn't throw the ball seven yards, and they signed him to a $100 million extension. All right, cool. What happened? They lose. It's fine, though. I digress. I, I fall back. Taysom Hill, congratulations. I ain't never going to hate on another man getting paid. Get paid, young man. Get paid. Hustle the hell out the Saints. Hustle them. Hustle them. Write a book robbery, about it. baby. Write a book about it. Being just good enough. And No, just he's not. He is not just- good. What, is, okay, what position okay, is he good okay, enough Okay, okay, no, since we hear just wide enough, we'll say that just wide enough to stay in the league. That's what the name of his book could be because he is not good. There are a thousand black players who are better at everything that he does. They are faster, stronger, bigger, throw the ball, throw the ball further, run the ball harder. They do everything better than he punt the ball further. They do everything better than he does. Better locker room. I don't know. I'm not in the locker room. I ain't going to say that. But he's not good. Name me one black. This is why I hate it. And we here. I'm a little turned up. I've been reading about Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm already upset. I'm upset. So, you know, let's talk about it. Taysom Hill tore his ACLs, both of them, like four times. Name any black anything that tore their ACL more than once and got a fourth chance. Four chances? Four. Name black anything, a black dog, (laughs) a black bird. A black coach, black trainer, black ball boy, black kicker, black fat boy, black whatever. 
Ain't never got four ACL tears. I lied. There's one. Thomas Davis, but he was actually good. He actually tore his ACL and all that and still went to the Pro Bowl. So that scratches that off. Taysom Hill has done absolutely nothing. Who has more white privilege? I'm putting you on the spot now because I've been ranting. Who has more white privilege, Taysom Hill or Baker Mayfield? Without a without a question, <laughs> Taysom. Baker, had, if you really look at Baker's situation, he's met a lot of adversity. He doesn't, he doesn't really have the privilege that everybody else. You know, I mean, if outside of his demeanor, his privilege is not really there. This, you're talking about the guy who walked on at two different places. He won the Heisman Trophy. At a school he walked on to. They said, hey, we promise you nothing, bro. You can come here and play if you want to. He won the Heisman, and he won it. It was the number one pick. And wait, 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 wait. Time out. Now, I'm going to give you – we cannot be responsible for what the Cleveland Browns do with their picks. They find <laughs> a way to set those – like Cleveland, let's be honest, when it comes to picks, basketball or, or football, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, they specialize in finding a way to pick the wrong one. Hey, it looks like they might have got Evan Mobley, so they finally hit on one. And oh, he'll be out of there in three years. He's from California. No, man. Uh, LeBron, you, you. LeBron will be retiring. <laughs> AD will be about thirty-three. They'll be right on. They'll right on two hundred and seventy-seven million. Come on over, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> By then, salary cap going up. Yep, yep. So, at at this point, it is what it is. But ha. I stayed on the tanks too long. It's we're 26 minutes in and we still got to talk because I'm really about to rant right now. there. Ah, has a lot of them. I'm really, really about to go in now. So let's get to college football. This was a week of eye-opening games. Um, Georgia's season is pretty much done until the SEC championship game. They play Charleston Southern and they play Georgia Tech. Maybe if I don't move, nobody will notice that I'm here. Pish posh. So Ohio State was ranked number three, and they played the number seven ranked Michigan State Spartans, coached by Mel Tucker, former Georgia defensive coordinator. Everybody was picking this was a trendy pick for Michigan State to go out there and upset Ohio State because they run the ball and play defense. And that's normally how you beat a high-flying offense is you run the ball and play defense. That was not the case now i don't i don't think it was necessarily a trendy pick i think that it's gotten to a point now where ohio state in the big 10 is just monotonous the rest of you guys are so trash it's like can you guys give us anybody else who could possibly are they trash though yes the difference is this is the reason you have alliance football and you have the sec now okay bama does what bama does sure but you always have these other universities who have their their moment in the sun georgia's right now is a moment we had our moment auburn got a chip lsu got a couple chips but then you get to the big 10 and you're like so anybody anybody else hey can you, if y'all want to y'all can combine some of these teams michigan and michigan state y'all want to be one team and be like hey, <laughs> whatever it is like whatever y'all gotta do iowa iowa um the Cyclones and the Jay, Ihops, Jayhawks, uh, whatever they is, Cyclones, the Kansas State Wildcats. Why don't y'all, why don't y'all be the the Iowa uh, Skyhawk, Cinderblock, Yeah, make you a new team. You know, uh, man, you just create a whole new team. Why don't y'all just make one? 
Well, the, that game, that game was. Oh man, that was an old fashioned mud stomping right there, boy. Ohio State scored on seven straight possessions, and CJ Stroud threw for 400 yards and six touchdowns in the first half. Yes, said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about six touchdowns and storing on seven. They scored on seven straight possessions, seven touchdowns. It's, it's impressive when you score seven straight possessions, period. It's impressive when you score on three straight possessions with a touchdown and two field goals. They scored seven touchdowns in seven possessions and were up 49 nothing at halftime. They got shellacked. And, and they took everybody out of the game and still won 56-7? Yeah, they won like 56-7. Mel Tucker... Get they paid, said, young dude, get paid. Just signed or was about to sign. He should have signed it at halftime. 10 years, $95 million coaching extension. Because LSU was They got to pay him. They gotta oh, yeah, they're going to pay him. 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 They got to. But you should have signed that early because the <laughs> – Woo, they tried to get you fired in one day. Six touchdowns? Yeah, that's aggressive. Yeah, even like, hey, 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 <laughs> do you have something against black people? <laughs> you're trying to get me fired oh, man. you know i don't really care too much for michigan state because of their unsavory mm -hmm. tactics but mm -hmm. but you know um that was that was that was a crazy game and cj stroud is ohio so i've been talking let me ask you this question i'm gonna ask you another question i know you've been asking me plenty of questions ready come on with it man is ohio state really that good are they for real because they have the right now they look like they got the best wide receiver room in the nation nah okay so they're good sure hmm? do i think that their national championship good no uh really? i do no no i mean this is y'all's year i don't like saying it but i'm gonna be i'm a podcast so this is still the realest podcast in the world it makes me uncomfortable i still think that you guys have the possibility to trick this off in a big way but do I think right now that they, if you, if Georgia plays Ohio State, their offense will look extra regular. They won't, all of that, all of that pomp and circumstance to them monsters y'all got on the defense. Now your offense, I don't have any faith in. I have as much faith in your offense as a paper straw. But that defense is yeah. something, is a force yeah. to be reckoned with. <laughs> it's aggressive. It is scary. And if you could, you should probably draft I'm not going to say no. I'm not just the 11. I'm saying maybe 16. I think I'm it's say, 16. I'm about to say because they're deep too. They they rotate a oh, lot yeah, of players. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 and I hate it because it's <laughs> it's it's monstrous. That defense yeah. looks like the monsters, and and they're so good that you forget that the offense is mediocre. Mediocre Luke, because they Luke be starting at the. And they be starting at the Lab McConkey and uh, uh, whatever his name is, Luke Lad, whatever his name is, sound like and an then, Irish folk yeah. dancer. But yeah, so Georgia, Georgia did stamp their ticket to the SEC championship game last week, so they got two preseason games. Um, but there's another team that Georgia will now have to face again, which is quickly becoming the rival of Bama. I mean, of of Georgia, and it's Bama. They have to play Bama in the SEC championship game for a second year in a row. Third, pretty much a third year in a row playoff game. Um, Bama narrowly escaped bacon bits down there in Arkansas. Now they barely escaped. Can we make, can we make the SEC championship, the national championship? Let's be real. Do we care about the rest of these teams? Nope. 
maybe Ohio State. Ohio State has a bone to pick there. Nobody else does. They do. Ohio State is good. Okay. They're good. They watch they lose to Cincinnati. Yep. Battle of Ohio. I'ma love that. <laughs> and then and then I'm like, oh well, it, is Oregon? Nope, Oregon lost. Who's going oh, I about to say there's the next one? Oregon. The how do you if you're the commissioner of the Pac 12, you have to be upset because Oregon was your ticket back into prominence. You see it, USC sucks, UCLA sucks, Oregon State sucks, uh Cal sucks, everybody sucks. Except sucks for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> since or except for Oregon. Oregon is the lone Pac-12 school that can make it in. every year. They go out there to Pac-12. I know they're regretting adding Utah to the league. They should have said left Utah in the whack. Utah whooping their ass. They be whooping. They be whoever is the leader in the Pac-12. The Utah youth. come out there and just beat that ass every year. And Utah destroyed Oregon. You know how lazy it is for your name to be the Utah Utes? You just like, well, let's just stick anything behind that. We just yeah, that's what we'll go with. Bro, I watched I watched the highlights of that game. They had a receiver that ran a five flat 40 and he scored two touchdowns. And he he blocked the DB from Oregon into the tunnel. I, I, I don't know what I guess maybe you know, it's the altitude. I don't know. But it's it's something about being a receiver. And when you really get a hold of a cornerback and really just destroy him. Ah, just obliterated because because <laughs> it's not like like as a lineman you got people right there they got people right here are you? ain't nowhere for them to go when you are a receiver and you're just pile driving the corner I own you there's nothing you can <laughs> there's no one to save you you be like yeah you've been you talking shaking. all of that and you didn't hit me because you know I'm receiving from across the middle you try to knock my head off but I got you today brother <laughs> today yeah, you pay what you owe <laughs> but the thing about being a receiver or a tight end. In the DB and the safety is you gonna get your get back. Oh yeah, <laughs> that that DB when he got he, <laughs> you might go ahead. If you don't run a slant and go, you run a slant. I'm gonna kill you. And if you run a slant and go, I'm still gonna kill you. And I'm gonna uh -huh. get a flag. Uh, but, but actually, I'm gonna get that crack. Well, now <laughs> I played a different era. Boy, I tried to you knock your back. I like I knock your face mask loose. Given the opportunity, you ain't looking. I've been waiting. <laughs> I'll be, be smiling too. I've been waiting. Hey, you don't even care. Coach be like, yeah, you got a penalty. Like, you go kick, get kicked out. It is. Hey, coach, you knocked my face off all game. You think I ain't gonna take my one shot? Hey, man, you got kicked out. It is what it hey. is. Speaking of getting kicked out, y'all better speaking scoop of getting him kicked up. Out, speaking of getting kicked out, we are now here. The Florida Gators will finish. Uh, they will have their worst record in the last like twenty years. Uh, they I, have lost. Can I disappear? Uh, can I disappear for this segment? Sure. Um, they will. Uh, they uh, will now not only finish worse than Kentucky, Coastal Carolina, Cincinnati. Remember, Norwood, Coastal Carolina. They will not only finish worse than them. They have lost five straight games to Power Five opponents. The only game that they won against a Power Five opponent was against Samford, where they had to come back after being down forty-two to twenty-five. Uh, where they allowed 56 points to Sanford, but had to score 70. Uh, they have released not only Dan Mullen. We did say this. Now, I will say I have to give you credit. You said Dan Mullen was going to get fired a long time ago. Matter of fact, last epi two episodes ago, you was like, yeah, it's about to come up to the end of his run. And I was like, yeah, I think maybe he'll buy some time because he fired literally everybody else. He fired 
uh, Grantham, he fired everybody. And you know, what's messed up is the AD woke up and said, you know what? I just felt it in my spirit, so to speak. He didn't say he felt it in my spirit, but I'm adding a little black to it. Little Pat oh, Rick he said, he, he woke up and said, hey man, I woke <laughs> up with a feeling and I had to make a move. And I, was and like, I had to make a move. That The black translation of that is, I felt something in my spirit. <laughs> and call the, Lord, the Lord moves in mysterious ways, <laughs> and the Lord has told me your tenure here is over. <laughs> this will be your last day. <laughs> Usher uh-huh. that man on out of there. <laughs> so Florida literally fired their coach, and there's it was probably the worst time to fire their coach because LSU is open, USC is open. You have all of these coaches now. You have like Lane Kiffin, who said he is interested. In, oh, Miami might be open, and Lane Kiffin is is. Well, we still in a better Miami. job than Miami. We don't have to worry about the death penalty. <laughs> You're laughing I'm for real. Miami is still yeah. one violation away from being Southern Methodist University. Well, there's um, a joke in there about Aaron Hernandez, but I I I leave that there. But <laughs> um. <laughs> When it get back to Florida, who do hey, you know, nope, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> when I hear a good joke and that one was <laughs> impeccable, I will give you your kudos. You did it. I walked into it. I threw the I, I threw the hoop. You threw it. You threw it. Hey man. You threw it. But um, I don't know. I want the Hawks now. Bro, we um crazy. Um, so I will say. As I told you over the phone when I was in Houston, I mean, uh, when I was in Florida, I don't think that they made this move without having something else in place. And the something else in place that they're talking about is Bob Stoops. If you remember Bob Stoops, he was the defensive coordinator under Steve Spurrier, and then he ended up going to Oklahoma where he won a national championship and actually brought Oklahoma back to prominence from the 80s in the 2000s, and then he handed it over to Lincoln Riley. Bob Stoops... Uh, whose brother is the coach at uh, Kentucky. Uh, One of his brothers is coaches at Kentucky Uh, is very familiar with Florida. He used to recruit. He had very, very strong recruiting grounds when he was at Oklahoma from the uh, Georgia and Florida area. And what does Florida, when they were running the SEC East, what did they get? All of the Georgia and Florida talent. Jacquees Green was from Georgia. Uh, Ike Hilliard was from Florida. Like Fred Taylor was from Florida. Cam Newton was from Georgia. Like they had a lot of talent. Um, and they basically ran South Georgia and North Florida. Um, so if they were to get Bob Stoops, that would make a splash and that would probably get a lot of the recruits that they're losing because of this uncertainty to recommit themselves, but they need something. They need something because this day they are in a canon drum. Hey, man, I mean, I don't know. I don't even care about football anymore. As far as I'm considered, we have a baseball team that's a world champ. I have a basketball team that seems to be riding the ship. And speaking of our basketball team, the Thunder scored 11 points in that quarter. My Lord. They demolished them. <laughs> I've been watching it. I just stopped watching like, ooh, they missed everything. But with that said, yeah, football is just, I'm just a participant now. I just go watch good football games and just let let the best team win because <laughs> my teams are both the F word as you, as you so 
creatively put it. <laughs> the crazy thing is, and this is this is how we'll end, is for you to say that, yeah, this y'all year, like, I still believe you'll trick it off, but for you even to acknowledge that we're good is... Oh, no, that defense is scary. Like, <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. I'm, I'm looking at... I don't think that I, I can kind of ease off the Matt Stafford winning a world, uh, winning a Super Bowl. Boy, Matt so, Stafford. So, so we can kind of he he belongs in the white privilege conversation. We can downshift out of that. Now I do I need y'all to do anything, but I, I also understand that for me, for you guys not to win, now it's slim pickings of teams that do win. And uh, there are only like really four teams I think that are in the conversation at this point. And all of them are it's like it's picking the 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 best of a bad situation. Do I want Bama to win again? Well, hell no. <laughs> but do I do I want Ohio State to win? Hell, hell no. no. Do I want Cincinnati to win? Bro, I will I I <laughs> that was solidified. Well, no, I was solidified nothing because you are recorded saying I should. I knew I should have made that bet. Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati, but there's no way I would bet that Cincinnati would be ranked ahead of. Yeah, you don't care about none of your you. money. You don't care <laughs> about none of your money. Well, uh, ah, coastal. Uh. Yeah, or do or do I root for y'all? I, I don't think that there's anybody else that's really in the hunt at this point. Those are the top four teams, and I think that those are three teams and one JV team. Um, <laughs> well, I, if now Cincinnati loses. No, the only other team that you can talk about is really like Notre Dame or Oklahoma, but Oklahoma's lost two, right? They lost to Kansas man, and Baylor. Man, they lost to Kansas. Kansas. No, they beat Kansas. They beat Kansas. They lost to Baylor. They struggle with Kansas. They should have they, lost. They're not gonna beat y'all if you struggle with Kansas. That's this. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Everything. It's all. I did. It's all <laughs> fucked up now. <laughs> So we got like I will say if y'all wanted parody, man, between the NCAA football and NFL, I mean, there's a lot of parody. There is really no clear cut favorite to win the NFL uh, championship, and I hate to say it, but the Patriots are lurking just because of coaching. And look then at, there's look at this top six: Georgia, Ohio State, Bama, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, Michigan. Am I a Michigan fan now? Is that where my probably is that, that's where your allegiance goes? My life has been reduced to pure sadness at this point. Let me tell you something: If Michigan wins the national champ, I mean, if Michigan beats Ohio State, go and blue. Plays their go way blue. into the playoff, and they have to play. It is Michigan, Notre Dame, uh, Cincinnati, and Georgia. I detest every <laughs> team in the top five. <laughs> this is the. This is what I love happens. It. I love it because you this is what happens so when your team do. wins a World Series. The world turns against you. Now it's like pick the this is this ain't fair, man. We was two points away from beating Bama, and then we just well, ladies and gentlemen, we've come to the end of our football segment. So... No, 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 we didn't. We came to the end of Norwood's football season. <laughs> I, I'm really considering <laughs> protesting being in any more segments until this season is over with. And that means we got from now to January 1st for me to just. January? The Super Bowl is in February. <laughs> no, 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 so, no, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't never hate know. the rest of the NFL, but these college teams, I detest 
everybody one through five. It is nauseating for me to look at this list and know that one of these teams boosted going to college. <laughs> oh man, ladies and gentlemen, our football segment may just be called Reggie's Corner for the uh <laughs> for the end of the year, end of the year. But that's not funny. Uh, <laughs> I put a lot of time. I put a lot of time and effort in this podcast to get treated like this. more than Florida. Uh, so with that being said, we come to the end of our football segment. You don't have anything else, no? Let's get into some basketball. There's been a lot of elbows, fisticuffs, rumors, and everything flying around the NBA this past week, man. I'm sending Dan Mullen wife to y'all team to kiss every one of y'all players. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope. There's a joke in there too, but I can't say it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. As we get into some news around the league of episode 33 of the Splash Cast, we talk about the NBA, man. Woo! It has been interesting. It is Monday, and we're coming off the weekend where LeBron James turned into a street fighter. Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, street fighter, whatever, UFC, whatever you want to. Dalzine. It caught Isaiah Stewart with the elbow slash uh, flying fist. We, <laughs> we call that a hammer punch where I'm from. Woo! You hit somebody with the, the the blood part of your hand and the wrist, and you hit them with a bing, bing. Ah! Got him. And Isaiah Stewart was not happy about it. Was not happy about it. He looked like he tried to start another malice in the palace, but it didn't work. He was and... Alice in the palace. <laughs> And LeBron, for that, was all cool, calm, and collected. And the 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 Lakers and Russ was ready to throw punches. Yeah, when I punch you in your shit, then I'm like, oh, my bad. Hold on, relax. It's Relax. <laughs> no, you didn't hit me. I, but I, I say this, though. I say Stuart ain't really want to fight, though. Okay, so I, I believe that at first. Then they did a compilation of Isaiah Stewart's plays in the last, I think he's been in the league two years so far. Y'all better leave that man alone. <laughs> I saw, I saw him. I saw him push down Giannis, like yeah. push him down. Like, hey, you need to be down there, and I'm gonna push you down there. And Giannis is a large, strong human, and he made Giannis <laughs> look like, you know what? I should probably just listen to what you say. Now, I do think that he kind of got stunned because yeah, if, I mean, if, if eight two forty, yeah, now nah, I mean he's still a he's a, still a man, a whole man now, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, did this. Did he just really? And he probably rung his bell a little bit too, and then he was like, "Oh no, LeBron hit me." He I was gotta... talking, and then and then that it's some now. Some of y'all, some folks don't know what it's like to see your own blood. When you see your own blood from not a, yeah. an appendage, and you like, oh, I know this nigga made me just bleed, <laughs> and he saw that blood got in his eye. He, I'm gonna was... fix you. I'm gonna fix you. That's what old people say. There's a saying in this. I was seeing red. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was seeing, and he went wild crazy. So we talked about it briefly on part one in the prelude, but I went back and looked at some of the some of the footage. Your boy Russ, ready to go. Ready to go. I said, you know, the coaches were holding on him like a backpack, but he was ready to go. He had the hands up, like, what's up? Mellow? Not talking, not talking. No, do, he's not doing any talking. Russ was like, hey, well, let's get to it. Let's, let's, let's not I mean, believe we're here the now. Point. Yeah. 
DeAndre Jordan was just standing there like a bouncer. Like he was just wait, but did you see the cop? The cop said he put out one hand, he did just like this. He said, Oh no, nah, I don't pay me <laughs> enough to get out here. Uh-uh, uh-uh. This is a side job. But see, <laughs> he 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 missed his money. I would have got out there and, and fake slip. Oh, then hurt my back. I guess I gotta retire now forever. <laughs> so I mean, and what's lost in all of this is that. The Pistons were winning. LeBron got tossed. Isaiah Stewart got tossed. And then Melo, who was talking a lot of trash, fueled a comeback. And the Lakers and AD and Russ played bully ball and had a comeback and were celebrating like they won the championship. They came back and won the game. It's Mm. the Detroit Pistons. That team is terrible. You guys are full of Hall of Famers, and you happy about beating the Pistons when their team is 12 years old. Well, let me tell you, that ain't it. Y'all getting all these moral victories, barely holding on to beat the Spurs. Y'all going out there getting whooped by the Thunder. Well, congrats. But let me tell you, you should have beat them by 30. And the fact that you struggled to barely win is indicative of who you are. (laughs) Not that good. And Steph Curry just sitting back like, damn, that's crazy. Boy, Steph, (laughs) like, boy, y'all talk so, y'all had, y'all had just talked. So crazy about me not being able to do it. And I'm out here with Jordan Poole, Juan Toscano Anderson, anybody else I can find, and just put them on the team, and now they can all shoot. Yep. Yeah. Every, so, everybody on the Warriors can shoot. And you don't even know their name. Nope. Him. Who is him? <laughs> Toscano. Ain't that a seasoning? Like, no. <laughs> Tuscan. Yeah. But um, back to the Lakers, man. So it did come out today. Uh, that LeBron was suspended a game. Uh, There's a lot of speculation that he wasn't going to be suspended because they do play against the Knicks on national television, and the Lakers-Knicks is always any game in Madison Square Garden is a big game. But for them to, I think that was going to be either a Thanksgiving game or the Thanksgiving weekend game. You know what, um, though? This sets the stage for guess what? Melo's going to go crazy. Nope, Melo's going to go crazy. Ooh, I didn't think about that. In his return to New York, Melo 35, 35 and 7. He's going to try hit now. Ain't nobody else shoot. THT. That's about it. Russ ain't. You know Russ Russ going to take all them shots, but he ain't going to hit them. Now that is going to be the battle. Russ turning the ball over and Melo trying to shoot jumpers. I think that that Melo has a conversation with Russ before and says, hey, man. Now we didn't let you rock out, big dog. <laughs> you you do whatever you want to. Every night is your night. When you're in LA, this your home. You do whatever you want to. I got something to do tonight. Tonight is my night. And and when I tell you to pass me the ball, better throw it to me. So I didn't think about this till you mentioned that. This is like the game and matchups we wanted back in 2008. Like this is Derrick Rose versus Russell Westbrook. That is a matchup that we wanted back in 2008. This is LeBron and Melo. Well, LeBron's not playing, but LeBron and Melo on the same team. We've been calling for that since 2008. Like this is. (laughs) I'll give you another thing. You kind of have old New York versus new New York. Now you have like Julius, who's the new New York guy versus Melo, who's an old New York guy. Mm -hmm. They both oddly kind of play the same position. Um, Mm -hmm. Julius is a little more physical, but yeah. 
but it should be like I I want to see Julius versus Melo. And Julius hasn't been playing great lately. Um, this would be a he chance. He hasn't been getting a lot of help either. RJ Barrett, man. You... <laughs> <laughs> and who? Yeah, boy, them, I, now, I, I had to say it, but them dukes looking like slukes. <laughs> Zion overweight, RJ Barrett. Cam Reddish shoot. might be the best. RJ Barrett out there shooting like Spice Adams. <laughs> <laughs> he hit the backboard. <laughs> oh, cream, cream Biggums. Boy, that is crazy. That is crazy. Oh, man, but that's going to be interesting, man. That is going to be interesting. Speaking of the Lakers, we'll just go up on the list. Hey, man, for y'all didn't believe in crypto, crypto (laughs) crypto.com is now the name of the Staples Center. Boy, does that name suck. How much money did did they have to give the Bus family to be like, yeah, you got it. Staples Center is like the Western Mecca. My thing is, is like when you kind of got that deal, who was the guy who was like, all right, well, this is the thing. I got something for us. And it's a lot of money. But it's stupid. How much money do you think is a lot of money for them to be like, whatever? Oh, uh, Satoshi himself probably had to pay that. (laughs) And for y'all who don't know the Bitcoin, that's the mysterious guy who nobody's ever seen before created Bitcoin. I mean, that name does suck, though. Which is worse? The crypto.com arena or the Caesars Palace Superdome. <laughs> um, it's like it's bad because little Caesars just you just think of the cheapest pizza in the world. But crypto no, Caesars Palace is Caesars Palace is oh still you're right. <laughs> little Caesars, Caesars Palace. <laughs> it's still too to- bad. Tomato, tomato. They should have called it the num- the Nakamoto Dome. They could have came with anything else. Why you got to pick crypto.com? And what is the, like, who's ever been to crypto.com in the first, like, I've had internet my whole life. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what. I'm, no, I'm, you have it. No, you have it. Ooh, no, you have it. <laughs> yeah, internet came in the mail. <laughs> but you'll remember back in the day, you had them discs. 43 and them hours. Internet, I, you know, you know, I spend, AOL. I spent 40 hours on the internet. In two Every, days. yeah, yeah. Your phone, your phone. You spend forty, oh, yeah. hours, you spend 40 yeah. hours in between in work days. and phone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, crypto.com. Y'all, this has got Matt Damon though. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Y'all could have called this Matt Damon Arena, as far as I'm concerned. Anything better than <laughs> crypto.com. Russ, Russ, crazy ass talking about Crip. 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 Russ crazy I didn't even know he got a technical. <laughs> I love Russ. Shit, I got a tech for real. <laughs> Sounds about right. They just blame it on me. Yeah. And as a, as a guy who gets a lot of things blamed on him, I get it, man. I just, mm-hmm. all right, dog, it's, it's the bus. Let me get in front of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we did talk about the Warriors. Wait, 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 wait. Every, everything at this point is Lakers involved, basically. Let's go ahead and get to... Uh, Luke Walton, who, the man who had this job for 100 years, and they never been good at it. He mm. is the Danny Dimes of coaching. Dang, been bad. I, I really want to name this this episode now. I want to I want to name it like white privilege, like because there's no reason that Luke Walton should be a head coach in the National Basketball. Because his dad basketball. was good with the Blazers 100 <laughs> years ago, four score co- 75 million years ago. 
And when Steve, you know, Steve Kerr back was broken, so he was smoking weed. Luke Walton was out there coaching, doing absolutely nothing. No, you're not <laughs> coaching. Uh, coaching the Warriors, you know, that's like coaching the Warriors at that point. It's like being a gym teacher. You go get the <laughs> basketballs, you roll them all out, then you go sit back at your desk. And whatever they do is fine because they're going to be good. <laughs> it's That's like it. being an AAU coach of the Atlanta Celtics. Like, whatever. Just give them the ball and let them do whatever Boy, they want to do. Dunk it a million times on everybody. But there were two people that issued a warning at the beginning of the season, and they are at 180 degrees away from each other. There was LeBron who said, I hear y'all talking about my team, saying we're old, keep that same energy at the end of the season. Well, LeBron, you're 20% the way through, and they look like they're correct. There's another person, Draymond, who said, y'all keep talking about my team. Watch where we are. Keep that same energy, and they have the best record in the NBA. Draymond tried to tell y'all. And Draymond, low-key, has been playing better offense. Draymond heard y'all. Draymond, Mr. Triple Single himself, was like, hey, y'all keep on laughing. Y'all keep on (laughs) – you keep (laughs) – keep keep, keep. (laughs) kicking. Yeah, he I'm got a, a feather in his hat too. I so might not be back I'm, by Christmas. I might not ever dominate. Let's see what Draymond got here. He averaging. Why are you looking at Draymond? Clay's eight supposed points. to be back by Christmas. Oh, he averaged three crazy eights, eight points, eight rebounds, eight assists. But he makes the offense go though, because they run the offense through him at the top. Eight assists is damn good. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> We don't need you to score. We need you to get rebounds. That's all. No, we need no, 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 no. We need you to play defense. And let let's be honest, Draymond, good enough passer. But what is his passes really? Throw the five step, throw him the ball every time. If you don't know <laughs> yeah. what to do, <laughs> Draymond be getting an assist for a handoff. <laughs> Steph yeah. just grab the ball and sh- assist. <laughs> Steph put fifty on everybody. I'm glad we not only team that got fifty, boy. Yeah, they were talking about us, and we were part of the highlights for a while. And then he did it again. It was like, yeah, ah, yeah. yes, hey, 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 get hey, the paint, get on in line. You next, y'all talk about that crazy. You stop out <laughs> everybody in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He had more nine point. He's had more nine three point games in this season than like everybody else has had in their career. He's had they, 36 in his career. The next person is at nine. As he's had that many, <laughs> I think, this season. Mm-hmm. He he looked like, like I told you business last night, he looked like he cracked the code. Like, you know how, like, you have, like, perfect Goku or, like, anime or you have the Matrix where no, dude is, like, no, the one. He you, looked like. You know this is the point in the group chat when y'all start talking about anime. I excuse myself. Well, oh. this is going to be me nerding out for a second. So he has figured out. Do your thing. Like, Do your thing, brother. <laughs> He has figured out a way, like, he doesn't even, like, Steph, when he came into the league, his release was real quick like that, right? He done figured out a way. He just catched the ball and go, one hand. I saw him practicing a shot, and he says, we don't practice about makes anymore. We practice about perfect shots. Mm-hmm. He, like, he considers now the ball hitting in the rim and going in as a miss. So that means when he says I made 150 straight, he did not hit the rim. You know how uncomfortable that makes me? Why are you that good? <laughs> not uncomfortable, though. I would fight him <laughs> in a heartbeat. No, you, yeah. mm-hmm. you try to run, and he's going to shoot that ball and hit you right on top I'm of the a, head. I, all right. Call me Tanya Harden. Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan, I'm going to get you out of the paint, dog. You're yeah, not finna man. be doing all that you say shit. That, you say that to you, to you step up to him. He's 6'4". 6'3". 
I bite him on his face. <laughs> he taller than you. You have to bite him on the neck. I, I can I can jump that high. <laughs> I wrap oh, him down, boy. You crazy as hell. You you think you finna just shoot all them? Sh- what I'm gonna do? That's like when Giannis was down there destroying Deion, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Cardboard gave you, box. He gave you 50 on twos? Hell no. <laughs> right around 35, you got to get some straightening. Dog, don't do that again. I'll go Isaiah Stewart. <laughs> and also, oh, time out. While we think about that, and I, this is what I meant to say earlier. Uh, if they happen to put you out of the league, Isaiah Stewart, let me tell you, the Alkins have a position for you. You want to be a D-tackle. You want to be an edge rusher. You want to be outside linebacker. I've seen your moves. I've seen your size. We can find a place to play you on defense because right now we have guys who don't even know the word defense. Oh, that's what I want to say. Folks, it's like LeBron would have beat him up. I was like, y'all do. Isaiah Stewart boxed his entire childhood. <laughs> he boxed his entire childhood. He gave LeBron the beat by great boy. <laughs> would have walked this... him all the way back to the, to the locker room. Hey, they would have. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan there, man. This is your king? <laughs> Somebody ah! over there with a Zamboni trying to scoop LeBron or hey scoop scoop scoopy. It was like LeBron reached out to say that it was. I was like, I bet you did reach out because that yeah. boy catch him. Yeah. He bigger than you, stronger than you, faster than you, younger than you, and boy. hit harder than you. <laughs> Rock him, sock him, robot. Yeah, man. But I, I'm we'll be saying LeBron thoughts. I'm watching. I'm watching this. Uh, I'm watching this Giants Buccaneers game too. But uh, this is some trash. But um, keeping it moving, keeping it moving. I really don't want to. I mean, Colin Sexton. I you know it sucks. He's out for the year for the Cavs. They about to trade him anyway. Um, Kyle Kuzma did a nice no look pass with the Washington Wizards. I don't really care unless you want to talk about it. It doesn't matter to me. He's out no, there dressing no, like no, he's no. A, a white team. So Kuzma, another former Laker. I appreciate that, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie talked so bad about his no-look passes that he actually threw a no-look pass. But then no sooner than you can try to support that man, he come right out and dress. Looking like Daria. <laughs> nope. You picking all the shows that you know I actually secretly like. Um, no, not Dar- I like Daria was uh, awesome. Six Sad World. <laughs> I love Daria. Yeah, we were she was so now. she was so so sarcastic. But we let's get back to another former Laker. This really is like the Lakers segment. Uh, Luke Walton was finally fired. After, we already covered Luke. No, we, we said we well we said we said he had a little white privilege. We okay, stop him out then. Here, stop him out. So Luke Walton got fired finally. You know his dad got him his job. He he's really not that good of a coach. He's a young coach. And he was so bad as a coach that the fans were puking on the sideline. Literally, a fan at the game of Utah for Sacramento puked on the sideline, and they stopped the game, and they had to escort him out. And they said he was drunk. I just said he was sick. And he was tired. And he was sick and tired of seeing Luke Walton be a horrible coach for the Sacramento Kings. And there's no reason that he should be a coach. He should be a G League coach. Go ahead and coach the no, G League. No, Actually, no, no you no, shouldn't because no, I don't no, want no. you to develop nobody. No, like, I was I was going to say middle school, but I feel like he just started ruining players earlier and earlier. Uh, may, assistant, maybe man. you need to – no, uh, you need to be in one of them uh, 16 over league coaches where the guy – I mean, they 60-plus. Just let them get out there and, once again, <laughs> do like you've been doing your whole life. Roll out the balls and let them play. You not coaching shit, sir. Mm-mm. So You coach your uh, dad, matter of fact. 
So, Luke, well, I, I, while I will say I'm not excited for anybody to lose their job, I do not feel that he's deserving of it. I think Luke was excited about losing his job. He ain't had really the best time. Marvin Bagley jumped him off last week. It's was like, dog, I'm not going in for you. And now he has. You, you don't even have this job. They fired Luke Walton, and then they fired him right after Luke Walton put Marvin Bagley back in the rotation. <laughs> Yeah, Marvin, Marvin Bagley daddy somewhere like I out of here. Never <laughs> lost. Signed Never LeVar lost. Ball. <laughs> LeVar. LeVar Ball Bagley. <laughs> LBB. Oh, man. Oh, man. We are spiraling, ladies and gentlemen. So that's, that's what we have for the NBA. It is going to, it is holiday season. And if you know anything about sports, this is a wonderful time of the year. We get NBA on Thanksgiving, we get college football rivalry Saturday, we get good games NFL on Thanksgiving, we get uh and now then we roll right on into December where we get championship month and we get ready for bowl season and that's when the NBA kicks up. So we are ready and waiting no, we are for not. the holidays. No, I we am. ain't. No, we ain't. What I'm waiting on is post all-star basketball. The rest of that is is next year for me. <laughs> Oh, man. So for I'm excited. But ladies and gentlemen, we come to the end of our basketball segment, man. If you don't have anything more with me, let's go ahead and get into our finance segment. One of our favorite segments, the splashes of the week. You head on a swivel when you're playing with LeBron. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to part two of episode 33 of the Splash Cast, our Around the League segment. We are now coming up on our final segment of this episode, the Splashes of the Week. We have a few things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Michael Jordan and Kanye West. I know y'all are wondering, how does that correlate? Uh, Jeff Van Gundy and Jody Foster, again, how does that correlate? And then we have a touching story about an all-deaf high school that made history in California. Let's talk about Kanye West. Kanye Yeezy has made a lot of headlines over the last couple of years with his wife, with the tour, with the albums, with the gospel, with the losing his mind, with the cutting up his hair, with going on drink champs, with his beef with Drake. All of that. He has a whole lot of... Wait, wait. Uh, We're going to skip over the makeup where Jay Prince basically told him, boys, hey, this is y'all hug it out shirt. Y'all put it in there. Y'all get in there together and shut up. Jay Prince is that mean uncle. <laughs> that uncle that you that that don't that don't use the belt. <laughs> he pointed yeah. everybody like this. Y'all know what that means. Oh, they wow. prince that uncle that take you out back and be like, oh, so you think you're a man, huh? <laughs> and he five six. He's like, whoa, whoa, I'm afraid of him. With a hairpiece, but he'll kill you though. And well, I did not. <laughs> hey, Jay, you know what? Let's time out. Time I mean, out. metaphorically. Metaphorically. Oh, no, 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 no. Metaphor, <laughs> meta five, meta six, metaverse. Hey, Jay Prince, I come in peace. I live here in Houston, bro. I have tons of respect. I, I've read the book, I listened to the book. Very true. I have too. It's a very good book. Hey, we'll check that out. hey Reggie said that. And I'm looking at the camera. I want you to understand. I want no smoke, no fire. Oh, none of hey, I want to be able to move freely in Houston without the fear of Jay Prince or the Prince family looking for me. 
Y'all mm-hmm. be safe. Reggie. But okay. when it comes to when it comes to Kanye and Michael Jordan, Kanye, way back in the day, when he first started getting into fashion and he wanted to do his shoes, he did he did it with Nike. And he came out with some fresh shoes with Nike. Red Octobers. Yeah, that was tough. They were tough. And then he went to Adidas and lost. Oh, is it Adidas? Yeah, Adidas and lost his mind. But he said in a recent interview, I think it was on Drink Champs with uh, Noriega, he said that he wanted to meet with Michael Jordan and work with Michael Jordan. And Jordan wouldn't even meet with him. That, for as good a business acumen as Michael Jordan has, that was a big miss. Because Jordan and Kanye, ah! You put Kanye's creativity with, with the Jordan brand, and Jordan's not gonna wouldn't uh, to me. I don't think Jordan would allow Kanye to come out with you know washing machine looking shoes. He would it would still be to a certain extent uh, a Jordan looking shoe. Okay, so I mean he I, did the same thing with Travis Porter. Not n- no Travis Scott, not Travis. Travis Porter. Scott, Travis Porter. Ooh, Boy, there's a big difference between <laughs> Travis. A whole lot of commas that, that are different yeah. between them. But so yeah. you have you have a lot of different things that have gone on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a retired sneakerhead, I'm first gonna be blatantly honest. Jordan sneakers suck. They all suck. All the new Jordan sneakers suck. Oh, well, yeah, the new ones suck. Other, yeah, I mean, other than ones. no, I will give them, and I'm not gonna say I love the sneaker, but that Zion Jordan, whichever number that is, mm-hmm. it's it's not my favorite shoe. But it is, it is a, it's grown on me, number one. And it's the shoe that basically the entire NBA wears now. So I think it's also like a comfortable shoe. I think it's a good basketball shoe. But outside of that, the rest of those shoes are awful. The sneakers really haven't been good since Tinker Hatfield stopped designing the shoe. Uh, so the Jordan brand is strong, but it's heavily laced on the retros created by Tinker Hatfield. And you can tell the difference between the, the Tinker Jordans and the non-Tinker Jordans. The, but I, I non- think Kanye would have would have brought a fresh look to that. And if you were going to transition from one designer to another, I think Tinker Hatfield to Kanye West would have been an interesting transition. But you also have two very dominant personalities. Jordan, while he's not the guy who's putting all this together, he is still influential on the products, the people who wear his 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 uh, shoes, etc. You know, he said, hey, no, nah, that man can't wear mine uh, mm-hmm. type of thing. So it's very, you know, Jordan has a way that he thinks that it could look. It should look. And maybe that's baggy jeans in 2021. But that's what his is. And I don't I don't think that Michael Jordan and Kanye together mix at all. I will give Kanye his credit. He has he found a place where he could be comfortable to express himself in a way that he felt most comfortable. And he has now created a position where he's dominant in both fashion and footwear. And like I, I like I told you, I've been a sneaker guy since I worked in foot action. That was literally my first job at 15 years old. And I I was the first guy to say I didn't believe that Kanye was really gonna be the sneaker guy. And then after he came out with those original sneakers, Nike started basically mirroring his shoes. If you look at what Nike puts out, the Roshis and all of that is all in the same notion of all the early Yeezys. And I got to give Kanye kudos for putting himself in a position to really do it. Do I like all of them? No. Do I think that overall, like those Yeezy sneakers that he put out, he put out a lot of good sneakers. 
he put out a lot more good sneakers than Nike has put out. As a person who looks at a ton of sneakers, outside of the Vapor Max, Nike's not really that super innovative. And you saw what Drake put out. They look like K-Swiss. So I just think that it worked out how it was supposed to. Everybody needs to be different. Unfortunately, as two guys who are very influential in the city of Chicago, you'd have liked to see them be able to work together. But I just don't. Everything ain't supposed to be for everybody. And everybody ain't supposed to work together. And I don't think that Ye and Jordan, that is not a the oil and water as far as I'm concerned. I know right. I, I sneakered out there for a minute. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> That was three minutes. I, like, I gave you Tinker Hatfield. I gave you Red October. Um, I'm passionate. That used to be my thing back in the day. Yeah, so MJ wouldn't meet with Ye. Ye feels some type of way. But hey, man. Ye, you can't feel some type of way. MJ is like the prince of basketball players. Like, he don't really respect too many of anybody. And so, he, he's notorious for taking it personally. He yeah. said it, and I took that personally. You don't think that if you rap about being better at shoes than him he's gonna take it personally oh that's right he did say something about yeah jump yeah yeah. yeezy jumped over the jump man and y'all are both while jordan is not from chicago for all intents and purposes he is mr chicago and Mm -hmm. yeezy you are too yep so that you yeah and jordan is petty so um speaking of he posted drake's address when he So moving on, man, moving on. Jeff Van Gundy revealed that uh, in someone that dropped the ball had a chance to get with Jodie Foster. And when they got into the same area to speak, Jeff froze up and choked. Welcome to being a freshman in college, bro. We all did it. (laughs) Yeah, literally, it is what it is. Everybody's been through it. You had to gain your confidence. But I actually go back to my experience, and I'm like, damn, I had a Jeff Van Gundy moment. Had a few. I had one. I had one. After that, I was like, bro, I'm gonna kill her in these streets. You know, if you make a no, good I decision. A I was not a killer at all. I was at home, tucked in, watching television. But. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> don't you snitch <laughs> so uh jeff van gundy I'm a ball, bro hey <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> jeff van gundy blew it with jody foster that's interesting to hear um i mean you talk about out kicking your coverage <laughs> i mean what is that? okay uh you status wise yes oh, I, okay. I don't know about looks because jody ain't you know she don't do it for me but Oh. <laughs> I was like, bro, that's a child boy. Yeah, you might have. <laughs> you got over there to the to the, to the home by the sea. <laughs> that's where you aspire to be, boy. It's, yeah, but uh, something in the water, like like uh, Pharrell <laughs> said. But but uh, I thought that was funny, man. Jeff Jeff admitted that Jeff and Gundy is one of the greatest commentators of all time. A great coach. I, I enjoy hilarious. And Jeff. Just, yeah, go ahead. As, as a college student, we all have those moments. And and to know that former coach of the New York Knicks and one of the, the best broadcasters, like you said, you know, to do it, to have the same moment. Why, if you look at him, you can understand it. We all been there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was always funny. I thought we would talk about that. And then also, dog, I don't have it pulled up. I'm going to pull it up while I bring it up. Uh, there is an all-deaf high school 
in um in California that made history. They went undefeated. Uh and they actually uh the varsity football team for an all deaf varsity high school in California, in Riverside, California, made history for going undefeated in their first for the first time in 68 years, in their 68 year history. What's pretty dope about that is football is a very complex sport. But with the way that it has evolved with the signals and the signs, being in all deaf high school, they kind of have an advantage. Well, like, I will tell you this. Uh, mm -hmm. um, Gaudette University, I think that's, it's either Gaudette University, Gaudette College. They're the creators of the huddle. There was no huddle before that. Oh, really? Uh, yes, and it's a deaf school. So they created the huddle. And then, I mean, not to be funny, but to be funny at the same time, like you're going on the silent count. The California school is the name of the school. Sorry yes. about that. Yes. But yeah, you're going like you're going on a silent count every time as a defensive player. There's that's why I was saying, like, it's I like I feel like by saying this, I feel like when people attacked uh, the Australian dude for setting a record in the Paralympics uh, when he didn't no, have the legs. But it was like you bad at he was just the first one to get the legs that went that bent backwards instead of yeah, forward yes but but this is there's no advantage here you guys could do it you guys have ears i mean oh, excuse me you do Ooh. not have ears yep that was <laughs> you have the ability to hear i mean okay so you no, go ahead. I'm sorry. You you set me up when you went to Paralympics. That guy did I not said that. Don't blame that on yeah, me. Yeah, you just threw me under the bus. That's all. I told you. I just said. I get used to getting thrown under the uh, bus, but nope. they have they have the ability to hear. So with the ability to hear, it's it's not this is not an advantage. They're just they've adapted to the situation and made the best of of, of their situation. And if you really think that you could do this, then guess what? It ain't a secret. The concept has been around forever. You run it and tell me how you do it. Now, as a receiver, I know that that kind of puts you at a disadvantage because you really have to be watching the ball because there's no count to hear. So you have to be paying attention. Yeah. So they they are now advancing to the state championship game for the first time in 60 years, 68 years. And they're looking to win a title. And I'm pretty sure they will be the first deaf team to win a state championship so shout out shout out to the california school for defying beating the odds defying everyone because i'm sure they had a whole lot of naysayers and a whole lot of people making fun you know high school and middle school kids are like some of the meanest motherfuckers on earth so for them to six seventh grade you're evil spirit oh you evil boy yeah ain't no remorse so you know, for them to for them to do that is, is pretty dope, man. If you have a chance to actually go read about it and read some more about the California school, their story is very, very inspiring. They have a news clip on ABC, uh, a news story on ABC World, ABC News um, as well. And they have a few articles, man. So y'all make sure y'all go catch them and watch them. And if you hate and run it for yourself, ain't easy as it seems. Trust me. <laughs> With that being said, man, we have now come to the end of episode 33 of the Splash Cast. We finished part one, the ATL edition, as well as part two, the Around the League edition, where we covered a whole bunch of stuff where LeBron is laying out, is striking people in the eye, and Dan Mullen was fired, and, 
and there's a wild week in football uh, in HBCU, the SWAC championship. If y'all have not had a chance to watch Jackson State, who was 10 and one and ranked again, I say it again, 10 and one and ranked. You have a chance to watch them against Prairie View A&M, as well as uh, we shouted out before FAMU, because they have a chance now to actually go to the playoffs because they were so good. So uh, we covered them as well. Uh, as well as A&T and Boosie. Boosie going back to school at Jackson State and A&T reinvesting and gaining assets and giving up liabilities for the school. Um, and South Carolina State clinched the MEAC. Norwood, if you don't have anything else, man, take us out. All right, all right, all right. Y'all know what time it is. Braves still world champs. Don't never forget it. Our team is better than your team. Your team don't, don't even matter. We got the chip. We got the trophy. And that's my answer to all these people be hating to ask me other questions about the rest of my team. I'm only going to post a picture of my trophy because I'm only about success and opulence. Next, <laughs> RIP to my man Dolph. We struggling through it. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. It, it's, it's just something to deal with. Hey, man, love people. Tell people you love them. Show people you love them, man. Life is short. Enjoy your existence here, man. Mm-hmm. Um, more than that, number one, more black baseball. Number two, more black cowboys, more black cowgirls. Number three, support your HBCU. And when I say your, the one in your neighborhood and the one that you graduated from. If you didn't graduate from one, we won't give you a diploma, but we will allow you to support the Hampton University. Reggie may even let you slide a little bit of money to Southern University. Um, with that said, you could have been anywhere else in the world. You came and kicked it with me and Reggie. We are eternally grateful. But before we leave, before we tell you to hang out, and we are going to suggest that you hang out, you need to, number one, go back and listen to the ATL edition that came out on Tuesday. We got a Splashcast 12-pack that just came out on Wednesday. This episode is in your ear right now on this beloved Thursday. Now that we've gotten the formalities out of the way, now that we've had a wonderful time and a wonderful pod, it's only one thing for us to do, Reggie. What is that? Hang out! Hang out! Adios, mi amigos. Adios, Dan Mullen. <laughs> Adios, Dan Mullen's wife. Adios, this college football season. Adios, this pro football season. That's it. Ain't got nothing else. I'm out. I done hung out. I'm out. Let's peace out. Damn. I ain't got no business in this area. About to go get some money or go spend some money. They stopped me in the airport, had too many binges on me. They don't want you to live. They don't want you to bow. Don't push a smile in your face. Yeah, then they pray for you to fall. Hey, young nigga, stay focused. But I really want to crash. Think about where you at. Then think about your past. Yeah, I really came from shit. But I won't change for shit. My bitch say I'm stuck in my ways. My wrist say I've been getting paid. A hundred shots, a hundred shots Me and my niggas pull up in a hundred drops My role model used to get a hundred blocks Street niggas in-